1: hello this is hard to kill an hour my name is marcus bronzy there's plenty of ways to kill some time out there thank you in advance for killing some time with us today i'm going to be joined by a comedian an entertainer his name is sean walsh how you doing man you right? right
2: i'm very well thank you thanks for having me
1: yes yes um i can see where you are right now you look like you're in a in a room in a house
2: i'm in the i'm in my kitchen right that's that that, would you would you you want to see it is that what i'd love to
1: see it i can describe what we can see in your kitchen to the people listening to the podcast
2: oh no all right well (laughs) i'm I'm not done the washing up
1: he's not done the washing up so all right cool there's a couple pots pans
2: there we go um i those are some shelves from the fridge because i i spilt milk in the fridge so i've had to clean the
1: shelves Good man. It's good that you've taken out the shelves because you know people that don't do that. That's why your fridge stinks. <laughs>
2: this is all great content. Sean wall showing his shelves on an audio podcast.
1: And me describing <laughs> the fact that you've got very clean shelves. Very clean shelves yeah. that you've taken out of the fridge. Um, no, Thank thanks, for, thanks for joining us on the show, man. How is how's lockdown treating you?
2: I think I'm in it too much. I don't think you're meant to be enjoying it as much as I have. You know, I, obviously, you know, people are people are struggling with it, and and, and that's awful. But I'm 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 really liking the order. It, it's given my it's given order to my to my life.
1: Mm.
2: Like I'm, I've got, you know, like you, it, like, we women we should just before the show that it's, you, everything you're being with purpose. You're going, you know, you have to choose when you go to the shop. So you've got to make sure that you get everything. Basically what I think that I've just realized while saying that out loud is the lockdown has just taught me how to live like a normal human being. That's it. Like I didn't, I'll be honest with you. This is, I'm guilty for this, but I didn't cook at all before the lockdown, right? At all. It was just eating out and takeaways, horrendous. And during the lockdown, it's forced me to cook. So now, which is progress. I've gone from not being able to cook to being a dreadful cook. That I'll take that.
1: What kind of dreadful things are you cooking?
2: Dreadful thing. I'm well, do you know what? I've got, I, I basically live out of Jamie Oliver's Ministry of Food book. <laughs> so I just, 100%, I cook Jamie Oliver. Uh, meals so what we got we got noodles burgers curries uh, stir fries that's that's not bad
1: that's all right that's not too bad i mean if you were like we have beans on toast sometimes i put the toast on the beans uh (laughs) sometimes i put the beans next to the toast if you were like that i'd be like (laughs) all right cool you need a bit more you know range a little bit more in there but um, that sounds quite healthy. You, so, so you, so this is actually making you eat slightly healthier. Then, I guess if you're not eating out as much, a hundred
2: percent, they're eating healthy. I'm, I've really gotten. I, I mean, this is the lockdown has affected me in big ways because yesterday, I, I can announce that yesterday I did my first ever Pilate session.
1: Get in.
2: I did. I did of my own. Uh, back, pun, pun there, back, <laughs> my own back, Pilates, Oops. yeah, thank you, I did, uh, yeah, I did Pilates, I, quite, I put on, I got Siri to play the, um, the spa, you know, spa music, yeah, I, I put on spa music and did Pilates, I've cracked, I've gone Marcus, it's old, the old me is gone.
1: So wait, we, we, we've got Sean doing Pilates on a, on a <laughs> Sunday? <laughs> yeah! exactly wow so this is this is proven that lockdown is good for some of us no i totally agree with you like in in some ways there are some positives to be had like i can't i can't lie to you like when i'm shopping the fact that there is only a certain number of people in the supermarket means that it's lovely oh there's none of that because i used to i'll be honest before lockdown i used to intentionally shop during the day or at times I knew people would be doing things. So I'd never want to go shopping on a Friday evening or on a Saturday or on a Sunday, right? Cause I'd hate yeah. just the people around you, people bumping into you, people touching you. And now it, two meters is kind of, it's a rule, isn't it? And shops can't have as many people in them. So when I'm in, when I'm in the supermarket, I love it. And if I need a little bit of extra space, if someone's near me, I just, <laughs> let a little, let a little cough, out, a little splutter, <laughs> put the aisle to myself, <laughs> mate. <laughs>
2: It's lovely. It's like I like this, this this new way of doing things where you now queue. You queue, but yeah. you get the queuing out of the way, yeah. and then you're in and out.
1: Bosh! Do you
2: know what they're basically all? Su- all supermarkets are using the system of Nando's. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yes, it's fantastic. This yeah. it needs to stay like this. It does. I mean, I think. I hope it's one of the last things that gets relaxed because I, I don't think anybody's going without, aren't they? I mean, we're all getting our shopping. We all seem to be pretty happy with it. There's le- Everyone seems less stressed when I'm queuing up as well. Yeah, it takes a bit of a longer time to get in. I mean, you're in, you're in London, aren't you? You're London-based, right? Yes. So how long is the queue taking when you're going to the supermarket for you to get in?
2: It's really... Well, do you know what? Actually, because I mainly use Tesco's Express and the Sainsbury's local. Oh, yeah. Right? Bit of a plug. Bit of a plug for those two brands.
1: <laughs> They're doing all right at the moment. They don't need any fucking help at the moment. <laughs> They're all
2: killing it. <laughs> yeah. um, but I went to the, the big Tesco's around the corner. Yeah, and that that was like that must have been like fifteen minutes. Yeah. What? Right. But is that, is that normal?
1: That's alright, yeah, fifty minutes, you know, use the bit of time, listen to a podcast, maybe how to kill an hour, chill out, do you know what I mean? It's it's, it's nothing that's like, you know, affecting your life horrendously, you know what I mean? It's not like do, you've got to wait outside do, for an hour.
2: But I was, this is the funny thing, I was queuing to get into Tesco's, but I brought with me a Sainsbury's bag that I was embarrassed about, and I had the Sainsbury's bag stuffed in my pocket, pocket, and I felt like I was trying to smuggle drugs into a nightclub. <laughs> like, Re- really hoping the security guard wouldn't pat me down with my Sainsbury's bag.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so so, when you, so when you, once you've gone through the till, when you whip out the bag, what's that like then when this big bright orange signal comes out of your pocket?
2: I got kicked out. <laughs> free, free security guards, grab me, chuck me out the back door.
1: <laughs> right. Um, anyway, uh, so yeah, like I said, guys, Sean is an amazing stand up comedian. I've actually got a little clip of him talking about doing some shopping, actually. So let's hop into that.
2: I have to buy the big pack. I don't buy the two. You know, you can get the, the mini pack, just two rolls, one on top of the other. No way. That's emergency only, isn't it? <laughs> you buy that, you're effectively telling the person behind the counter look, I'm halfway through a shit. <laughs>
1: And that is Sean talking about toilet paper, which is quite, quite a good thing to actually discuss at the moment. Cause that was, that's been quite a buzz over the last few weeks. Hasn't it? Toilet paper is your supermarket no, stopped.
2: No, but that's the thing that we've been in lockdown. I was saying this to a friend yesterday. We've been in lockdown for so long now, but that toilet roll pasta thing, like that was eight. That was like ages ago. Yeah. What, that feels like it, What was that about? Everyone has pasta There's toilet roll everywhere There's pasta everywhere It's absolutely fine People lost their minds we're talking, like, we're, People just panicked It's fine now
1: <laughs> There's, there's still, so much toilet roll There's toilet roll at my supermarket Still not much pasta you know There was spaghetti the other day I, was, I've not, I re- remember looking at sp- spaghetti going God I've not, I've not seen spaghetti For months now
2: Oh, mate, you want to move to Shepherds Bush? We've got pasta everywhere. <laughs> it's fantastic. There's no problem.
1: It's crazy. It's
2: crazy. problem. Be honest, Marcus. Were you a bulk buyer? Just be honest. It's gone now. You can be forgiven. Did you go and raid the supermarket?
1: I'll be 100% honest with you. There's one thing that my uncle said to me when I was a young lad, one of his gems, and he said, Marcus, in life... There's one thing I know I'm always gonna do, and that is talk shit and take shits. So why am I gonna fuck around <laughs> and buy two bits of toilet paper at a time, mate? So, <laughs> so I was like, Uncle, I've I've taken that bit of knowledge on, and I'm I'm like a 96 roll at a time buyer anyway. So I didn't go crazy. In fact, I was thinking, you know what? I'm all right. If shit really goes bad, I might be a little toilet roll supplier. I might have a, I might already have enough to be like, look, fifty P a roll. I'm good. I've always been good. With toilet paper. Yeah, make it making a little a bit of a side hustle. Think about yeah. it though. You know like when you know like when you really need a shit, if you're walking down the street and you get caught short and you knew that there was a toilet there and all you had to do was pay a fiver and you could have a nice, fresh, clean toilet, you'd think about using it, wouldn't you? You'd be like, you'd weigh it up.
2: Well, hang on, Is the to- well, this is a, a special sort of luxury public
1: toilet. Well, actually, do you know what? Actually, I'll, I'll, give, you, I'll give you the full story. I've got a, a barber's that's near mine. Actually, it's not too, not too far from Shepherd's Bush. And during, he's on the route of Notting Hill Carnival. So he closes his shop during the carnival and opens the door to the bathroom and then opens the shop door and makes a little route where you can go and use his, his luxury loo, which is cleaned down for a five or a pop. You get 20 minutes in the loo. people pay for a toilet people pay 5 to use a toilet in the, in Notting Hill carnival where you can't just go on the streets because it's too busy there may be portaloos around if you if you really need a pee and you just see a sign like a a sign saying fiver for a pee why wouldn't you why wouldn't you
2: wow a 5 pound dump that's incredible
1: yeah but i thought about it i thought if i really needed a poo and because uh, I'm luckily I could hold it for quite a while, but if I really needed a poo yeah. and, I, and it was free t- to go for a shit in like something that looked like something out like a train spot, and, or I paid a fiver to go to a nice reasonable loo. I'm paying the fiver every time, Sean.
2: I think, I think you, you need to take this to dragon's den. <laughs> Five pound luxury public toilet.
1: What would we call it? What would we, Five, five, five pound shit five pound shit posh it it's a, it's a posh it <laughs> <Posh shit.
2: laughs> there you go 10. Yes. Peter Jones take it fantastic I, How, I, I, to, I mean I, I want to move away from the subject of toilets so right. I don't think I don't think we should conduct a, I don't think we have an hour on, of conversation on toilets. We, we can we, do it if you want
1: We've done it before. I'll be honest with you. We have had an episode. There was a saga that we had throughout 2019 <laughs> when we asked everybody the question, do you sit down or stand up when you wipe your bottom? Now, before we even end this poopy conversation on that question, Sean, because no. you brought it upon yourself, is when I asked that question, people that sit down didn't know that people stand up exist. And people that stand up to wipe their body didn't know that people who sat, stay seated to wipe their body existed. That was the craziest okay. thing about that question. And, 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 Sean, I must put it to you. When you go for a shit, when it's time to wipe, do you stand or do you sit?
2: Okay, so, a mini story. I used to stand. <laughs> right? Right? Yeah. I used to stand. And then I played for my Sunday, Sunday League football team when I was about, when I was about 20, right? And I mentioned, I don't know, I don't know what, I must, must have been telling a story so about the, using the toilet and I went, so I stood up, I stood up to wipe my ass and everyone hammered me for it. Absolutely hammered me for it. I was so shocked and I didn't know, like you say, I didn't know that you, that you sat down. So I then changed to, to sit down, through humiliation, I changed to sit down and now I sit down. And and now I find it weird if you stand. Do you stand?
1: No, I've always been a sitter. Um our producer Billy he he is a stander actually. He's he's standing and he's proud. He stands up for himself there.
2: But what I didn't tell you is that I stand up when I'm having a shit. <laughs> 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 and and then, and then I and then I sit down and wipe. Fuck.
1: <laughs> 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 because imagine you standing on the toilet seat
2: on on the seat (laughs) just dropping them like planes letting down missiles
1: and there's is there enough distance to hear the whistle then
2: yeah exactly yeah exactly
1: (laughs) battleships um all right cool we'll 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 get off the subject to toilets then you're you're good at the puns aren't you posh shit and and battleships you like a pun I do. I, I'm a ponderful guy sometimes, you know, very funny. But you. yeah, I think, I think I'm on it today. I think, it's, I think it's you that's doing it to me, Sean, man. All uh, right. So, how have you been killing time apart from your Pilates? How have you been spending time just to, just to kick it? Because, you know, we know that comedians, you're very active thinkers. You, you, you're constantly finding comedy, whether you're looking for it or not. So, how are you managing to like chill out and wind down in the house?
2: Well, it's interesting. I, I listened to your episode with Russell Kane. And I think me, um, I, you know, I hugely respect Russell's work. He's an absolutely phenomenal comedian. I, but I think we're very different people. <laughs> <Do> you tell. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's just so he, that that I wish I had his his sort of um, his get up and go, that that drive, you know, and. Those ca- those caning videos that he does. I mean, I, I know I've come onto a podcast. I'm plugging another comic, but <laughs> hey, it's all love. You, you got yeah, time, yeah, yeah. sure.
1: We'll, we'll give you a good plug afterwards. Don't worry, mate.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But he's so he's so proactive, and it's yeah. it's amazing. I, I've I, 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 I've 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 I'm I've done I've done a lot of writing. I've, right. I've been doing a lot of writing, but I've not written. I've not written any stand up. I've stayed well away from stand up. I'll tell you what I've done in terms of stand up. Is all I've done is I'll, I'll actually shut. I'll show you. You have to describe it to the listener. All right. Hang, wait there. So sorry, I've just had to go grab the, the book. Right. This book, you can see, is A4 notepad. Right.
1: Jeez. And
2: it's and so all that is. There's no ideas for comedy. There's no ideas for routines for jokes. But all there is are um, just headings and bullet points to, to sort of give me an account of the things that have happened over the course of the lockdown. So toilet roll and pasta, and at two meters, uh, WhatsApp videos, that giant black guy with the massive car.
1: <laughs> and a meme of all memes.
2: The meme of all memes. That guy, um, the 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 clap, the five PM briefings. I just all I do is I just write down everything that's associated with the lockdown. So at the end of the lockdown, with with some sort with hindsight, I can then sort of give. I've got an overview of it and then can try and create some comedy.
1: So just to describe what I saw when, when Sean held that up, in, it's basically two pages of A4, like A four, like a book, and he's we've got dark pen kind of they look like big ideas and then there's kind of sub ideas coming off it that aren't as in bold should we say that's quite interesting i think i've just seen is that your kind of style for writing most jokes or is or or your stand up or is that just for this
2: no it is that is actually how i i write everything um i I would i i would add though that you made it sound a lot more thoughtful than it was the reason that some (laughs) of them the reason that some of them are in bold pen is because that was the nearest pen.
1: Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I see what you did there. Those are like core points. Those are main yeah. bullet points with sub-bullet points coming off them in italics. And you're like, nah, mate, that was just because uh, there, there was a pencil that day that was yeah, next to me, exa- and, uh, a pen there. All right,
2: exactly. Yeah. The Imagine video. Do you remember the Imagine video? Oh my, yes. What was Those... that? They peaked too soon there. Did was... They? It was like day two.
1: That was a bit cringy, I mean, mate.
2: Right. Yeah, yeah. Day two. Yeah. Day two. Yeah. Right, guys. We need to save the world. How are we going to do it? Right. Let's do a cover of a song. Like, what are you talking
1: about? The Queen's Speech. Do you remember the Queen's Speech? Oh yeah, the Queen's. That was sp- it. I'll go and reel off a few yeah. more because this. T- we're forgetting how how long we've been in this for. What else have we got? That's what I'm speech.
2: saying. The Queen's Speech. I um. Uh, let's see. Um, oh my God. But just, just the 5k run.
1: Oh, that could fuck off. I was so pissed yeah. off with that. <laughs> I'd still, I'd be running right now. If I did all of those, I gave money, right? I can't lie. I did donate, but everyone that well was done. like, okay, hi, I've only done mine in seven minutes today. Fuck off. You're lying about the time. Did you hear about that? Exactly. As well, lying about those, lying about their times. That's amazing. People are no, just... their fucking times. I'm like, you are not a sub twenty minute runner. Look at you. <laughs> That's a lie. That's a big fat lie. <laughs> exactly.
2: Um, the children's paintings on the windows. Oh, you know, like oh, the, yeah. the little rainbows. Uh, just everyone showing how bad their kids are at art. <laughs> the top everyone nominating top you know on twitter you're getting nominated what are your top 10 films leave me alone just leave me alone stop nominating me if you want to nominate me for anything make it a bastard. i don't want to do my top 10 films the 5k run um people saying i've stopped watching the news i've stopped watching the news i can't watch it anymore I stop watching the news banana bread the banana bread people TikTok, Zoom, poker, exercise, Pilates, (laughs) have you had had this one, have you had this one? You've got to get a PS4, get a PS4, (laughs) you've got to get a PS4, leave me alone!
1: Have you got a PS4 though?
2: I don't have a PS4. Sean,
1: you've got to get a PS4, me. You've got to get one. I'm telling you. You know what you're missing out on?
2: <laughs> So, yeah. So, I've just kept, kept a record of everything that's sort of happening. And, um, and, then, and then, yeah, like I say, with, with hindsight, I'll then look back and, 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 and
1: see what to do. Nice, nice. So, that's how you've been killing time, basically, during lockdown, then, writing comedy and doing Pilates. Ryan,
2: writing comedy. I've been, I've been doing a lot of... I've really gotten into running. Okay. I love, I sort of cut down on booze at the beginning of 2019. I sort of cut booze out of my life, mainly. And and running is the sort of only thing that gives me that, that sort of high that I was getting from nights out. So um, I love, I'm terrible. This is really, if people see me run, they will think I'm mad, right? I'll put on my favorite music, and I'll, I sing the music as I run. You, it's mad,
1: you, isn't it? You run and sing. I it's, run and sing. This is impressive in a way because you're out of breath when you're running. So I, I presume you're not going to be hitting like long, lengthy notes, are you?
2: Yeah, it's not like it's not Whitney Houston, <laughs> but it, it's. Do you know what I mean? It's it's yeah. Blink, it's Blink, Blink One Eighty Two, and my favorite band. So like I'm running and I go, I, I, I can't think of a line. Um, uh, oh my God, my mind's gone. Bl- and, uh, and so there's me running just the voice and up. Uh, she is shaming shaving and he tells himself stuff that he is the one. He has a credit card. She <laughs> forgot the lyrics.
1: And there everyone's and you're just running past people. And they're like, oh, okay, that's, um, I think that was a Sean Morsh that just ran past us singing songs and running at the same time. Sweating. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and so, so, that's so it's music it. when it's music when you're running, no pods or anything like that, because everyone has their own kind of preference. Uh, I'm I'm a bit of a pod guy when I'm running, but like really dry educational ones where I'm learning stuff because I feel like I kind of get into it and forget that I'm running because I don't, I hate I hate running, so I don't want to even know that I'm running. I want to do anything else but think about you putting one foot in front of the other.
2: Oh, you listen. So you listen to the you listen to a, a podcast yeah, and go run. Yeah, I do listen you to the do pods. you? Li- do you repeat what they're saying? Like I do with the singing.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. Hey, welcome to Radio Lab. Hi, my name is Jared <laughs> I'm, right I'm not quite on that level yet. I'm not quite on that level yet. But um that's pretty cool. But you say you've not got a PS4, but I've I've remembered some of your stand up where well, you did speak about gaming. I remember you talking about Mortal Kombat, you had a was that a mega drive that you had then back in the day?
2: Just love. For you, favorite con. I have. A, I have a favorite console. What's all your right. favorite console of all time?
1: For me, uh, it's got to be the N64.
2: Yes, yes.
1: N64 was the console.
2: Absolutely. Incredible.
1: It was groundbreaking for starters. Yeah, its control pad was just unlike anything else. It was this. W- yeah. I don't know how to explain what it looks like. It looks like a. A T a Rex's foot. If a t- I always feel like T Rex have three toes, yeah. or like a, t- a chicken's yeah, foot. Yes,
2: yeah, a chicken's foot, or or a spaceship from Star Wars.
1: Definitely an evil spaceship, not yeah, not, yeah, yeah. A, not a friendly spaceship, like an evil-looking spaceship from Star Wars, something like that. Um, yeah. And yeah, it had four control pads. Because let's not forget, Sean, this came out in 1994. This frigging console. So we need to uh, reel it back for the young listeners. It had four control pads, 64 bits of undiluted power in it and um, it gave us some of the best games I think in the 90s ever really
2: also no it was caught, so no loading
1: oh I've lost you a little bit there reception zoom oh go on oh, sorry. Again.
2: sorry it's my terrible my terrible wifi um, there, it was cartridges so there was there was no loading Do you
1: that that was perfect yeah no no loading i mean once in a while you did have to not as bad as with like a edge. you did have to blow on the cartridge (laughs) just to make sure that it was um really Yes.
2: yes yes golden eye oh
1: mario kart mario kart
2: yes that was yeah amazing amazing absolutely phenomenal
1: Absolutely amazing. So that's what, you, that's what you used to like to play on then. So like your you N64 was happy. And was that like, what was the last console that you owned then?
2: The last console that I really got into was the PS... I think it was the PS2. That was my... That's when I said goodbye to computer <laughs> games. Grand, I love my Daughter. It just got... To, to be honest with you, it just got too much for me.
0: Yeah.
2: Like I prefer... For me, the Mega Drive, computer games were at their, their best when all you had to do was just go. That was it. You just went that way. What do you have to do in this game? Go that way. What do you have to do in this game? Go that way. That was literally all it was.
1: And now uh, you've got to um, do a lot more. Like, uh, Well, you don't have to, but you've, you kind of feel like you're inclined to. Like with your GTAs, I'll be honest, I want my character to have a fresh haircut. I want my character to have fresh clothes. In fact, I probably could live a better <laughs> life in GTA than I can live at the moment in terms of going out and doing what I want. In fact, I do remember in GTA yeah. 5, I'll be honest with you, Sean, one of my favorite tunes came on the radio because you have actual radio stations in the game. Right? Yeah, And I just abandoned the, emission, uh, the mission and remember driving into the sunset and just taking the car for a drive and being like, yeah, just going for a drive to clear my head before I get back to work. In a game!
2: No, no so mate, I used to do. Do you know what you reminded me? This is so sad. It's so weird that I did this. It's cr- I think it's it's borderline creepy. Is that on that old Grand Theft Auto game, sometimes what I liked to do is just drive around and abide the law. <laughs> so I would stop like what was I doing? I'd stop and wait for people to cross just drive
1: round. What? what the do hell was I do you know what that means you are Sean it means you were the ultimate rebel because you were rebelling against the system because you know that game <laughs> was designed for you to go crazy you were doing the equivalent of being in a game where, which was called I don't know not, not Grand Theft Auto you were doing the absolute opposite of what you were meant to do in that game and you know what I respect you for being a rebel Sean appreciate that thank pleasure.
2: you Yeah. thank um, you
1: so have you been what have you been doing? What have you been watching TV? Have you been streaming? Like what else have you have you how else have you been killing time?
2: I tell you what I've done. I don't I I I I there is a sort of I suppose you could even go as far to call it a a web series. I've sort of started making a web series called Calling Agents. Okay. And and what it is, it, they're they're comedies, obviously, and what they do is they that I play a, a sort of a very awful version of myself. I sort of, I, in hindsight, I wish I hadn't. I wish I hadn't used my my name because it's really not me. But basically, it's me playing a version of myself. And what I'm trying to do is use the coronavirus or the global the health pandemic as an opportunity to boost my career. And and so what I do is I call up my agent. And try and uh, so, for example, what was the what I did? Where I that was it. I, I called up my agent and pitched to him that I was going to do. You know, when celebrities were sort of doing these videos to encourage people washing their hands. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I I call him up and I've got all these ideas for a washing hands video, and then he tells me that that, that that's now out of date and everyone's done that. And it's about, you need to do the staying in video.
0: If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com people today.
2: So I missed that. The last one I did, I expanded the idea and I call up my agent and I suggest to him that after this is all over, I try and, um, I try and get on Love Island. And and I use Ian Sterling. I've got I, I'm friends of Ian Sterling, and I my plan is to call Ian Sterling, the voice of Love Island, and get him to get me on on Love Island. So I call him, and then it then cuts to Ian Sterling. being on the phone to me, and you you now can't hear me, but you know what I've set up. You know the ideas that I've set up with my agent, with my agent. Um, so they're actually, and then it, it ends with. Um, Myself and Ian doing a music video cover to take that, rule the world. So it's very funny. People have enjoyed it. They're not, what I like about it is every time I've done one, the numbers have gone up. People are you know, obviously enjoying it. Um, so Ramesh Ranganathan said he would do the next one. So I've just got to write that and work out what I'll, what I'll want from him. Maybe I was thinking of maybe suggesting to him that I do a documentary with his mum. Well, but I don't I don't know, I'm not sure yet. So I've been that's, doing I've been d- doing them.
1: That's wicked. That's a whole new format, because we're used to seeing comedians and their parents. I'd love to see a comedian with someone else's mum. Yeah, <laughs> would just be wicked. Well, funnily- and then it starts off sincerely and then through the series we realise there's a blossoming romance. <laughs> I mean lovely. That'd be so
2: cute. Do you know what? Funnily enough. It's funny you say that because do you know the comedian Joe Wilkinson?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: So Joe did a pilot for Dave, where Joe Wilkinson meets other comedians' mums, and my oh. mum was was the, the was the mother used in the pilot. So Joe Wilkinson drove around Brighton with my mum talking about me.
1: What I can only imagine what because Joe Wilkinson does his mind goes to some really interesting corners of. Conversations. so what kind of he's stuff brilliant. does he talk about your mom he's, he's awesome I, I remember they were
2: driving around brighton obviously when you know fat, fat boy slim is from brighton yeah yeah and they i remember they were driving around and my joe wilkinson and my mom were trying to guess which one was fat boy slim's house
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh that sounds that needs to see the light of day they need to put that out man I, I think that. they will.
2: I, th- I think, yeah, I think it's a great idea. Hopefully, they do do commission that. Definitely, um, definitely. Another another thing. Another thing I've been doing, which has been good fun, is there's a comedian that you perhaps might have not heard of yet, called Chris Washington, and he's he's been on Mock the Week, I think once. It's sort of more up and coming. He was nominated for the the Edinburgh Award and what have you. But um, we do a fun thing, where it's called it's called lockdown voice note, and every week we record we record ourselves having a conversation over WhatsApp. It's not it's not scripted, but it's sort of directed in a way. So we sort of no, you sort of say that, and then at the end of the at the end of the process, at the end of the day, when we've recorded all of the voice notes, and we try and do we try and keep it realistic, so we try and do it at the same time at the correct times. So if he said. If he says, I'm having you know Shepherd's Pie for dinner, then the next voice note will be at, you know, seven PM and he's talk, talking about his for example. And then what we do is we when we finished it, we record the screen on the iPhone and then we press play. And the great thing about WhatsApp is it just it it, it, it voices off to voice note automatically. And so we record all of that, and then we post that on instagram, so you can you can watch it's sometimes there's images that we use from the whatsapp chat, or there's a few videos but it's i'm not, i personally I've not seen anyone do that, so it's quite exciting that, that we've felt like we've come up with a new format i mean Chris doesn't talk like this, but I do in yeah. felt like we've found a new format and um they're really good fun. we've only done three of them we're going to do the fourth one this week um so that's that's a new way of uh using the technology i think to try and find comedy
1: Have definitely definitely i mean as a comedian now you we're all aware that people may not be gathering in public in large groups for quite a while now and for you touring is part of, of the job it's a great way for you to meet your audience obviously it's great for income and stuff so it's quite an interesting time to, to see that You know comedians all all over the world you're finding new ways to create content and do you think this is kind of these little hints and elements that of the direction comedy might be going in over the next few years?
2: I think so I think it's given it a massive jump hasn't it? Yeah. I think the what what what's good about it just to make the comparison to to television and and this would be a personal experience I think is on television Often, as a comic, you're joining someone else's format. You know, there's a panel show, or there's. Um, well, that's really it. There, there are sort of lots of different forms of panel shows. You get the traditional panel show where there's a, a one host and then three three members of a, a team on each on, on two on two sides. Yeah, and so you what it what it what it means is with this you're fo- you're forced basically to create your own content and of course what that means is we we're, we're entering an interesting realm where you're only ever creating what it is you want to create it's very what's the term is it um, authoritarian is that the right term you know it's it's got that office that it's it's completely yours and so i think people's Perhaps their comic, in mean, want of a better phrase, their comic voice or their the nature of their comedy is much. It's a lot less filtered, filtered, and a lot more pronounced. Um, so I'm certainly enjoying that element of it. Do you know what I mean? It's all you. You're not being. You're not stuck there on a panel show with an, with another comic or or a celebrity that's taking things in a in a direction that you you, you know you might not be comfortable with or. I, I, I'm really enjoying Just that, say celebrity um,
1: juice it's alright mate crack on with it it's all good <laughs> just say
2: it I did I did do I did do celebrity juice once but um, but do you know what I mean it's that's yeah. everyone now when they're posting something you got it, it, also the other side of it is you've got nothing to hide behind anymore because you've you've posted that you've given it the go ahead you've commissioned it you've greenlit it and you've you broadcasted it so you you know it, it's um it's a bit of a leveler for for comedians you know you 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 you, you don't have to you don't one of the i suppose one of the first, that can be frustrating for comedians or actors and i'm sure musicians is is that you're, you've, got to, you've got to wait for someone else's yes. Do you know what I mean? That can be very frustrating if, you, if you're writing a sitcom.
1: Yeah.
2: You're at the mercy of the, the commissioner, of the producer. That person has to say yes. The internet is rid of that. And obviously yeah. there are limits. You don't have the budget. But creatively you can now, there is no there is no, no. You can do it, do it, post it, make it. Um, so that's very exciting and it certainly encouraged me to to produce more and, and try and, you know, I'll try and get my head around a sitcom and see if I can shoot a sitcom on my phone or something like that. I would That, to me, is extremely exciting.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've always feel like you've embraced uh, the internet. Anyway, you've always been someone who's created content on a few platforms. You've not just said, "Right, I'm only going to do stand up. I'm only going to do TV." Like, you know, there's the the, the drunk web series that you that, <laughs> that you made, which I suppose oh, yeah. we're not we're not going to see any more of that because you're not drinking as much, I guess. Because like, you, you <laughs> yeah. have to drink in it, right? If you're doing the series, you have to really drink, right? <laughs> yeah. So the the,
2: the the drunk exact the drunk was was me trying to the, the drunk what was. was me wanting to see what, what I could produce behind the camera as well. I directed yeah. that with a friend. And, and that, I, I was, oh, well, I am a big fan of, of silent comedy. And I was sort of reintroduced to Chaplin. I, I watched him as a little child. And then I sort of really got back into him and watched all the, re-watched all the Chaplin films and, and read all the biographies. And the, the Drunk Web series, which is on YouTube, you can watch that. It, it's an homage to silent comedy. Um, and again, that, was, you know, that would never have got commissioned. The, the, the difference with that, by the way, is that I didn't shoot that on a phone. And we shot that on a proper camera, ca- camera with a real crew. And that all came out of my own pocket. So yeah. I lost quite a lot of money <laughs> making that. That's not a mistake I want to, to do again. I would rather just shoot something on the phone.
1: Yeah. Standard. No, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, a lot of people are, are creating great content. Now, phones have come a long, a long way in the last four years. I mean, even the Canin videos, I was quite interested to hear how Russell just got a car mount and slammed his phone onto a, basically stuck it to a window and shouted at his phone. No other kit used in that at all. You know, making sure the lights well, well, are
2: on. Well, exactly. I think what, what it's shown is that I think, per. I mean, it's just my take on it. And, and, and the caning videos are a good example. Also, my Corning Agent videos are a good example. Um, there's a comic called Joshua there who's, who's great, who's posting things at the moment where what he's done, I, I don't know what he uses, but he plays um, an old music video that you can see in the corner of the screen and then he pretends that he was the director <laughs> of the music video and gives a sort of audio director's commentary to it. But what all of these videos are showing are that I don't think the audience necessarily care about production value that much. There's been too much emphasis on the, produ- on, on the production value. And actually, all that really matters is the content itself. Russell is just... Talk- Russell would never have got that commission. But he, yeah. he, he took that off his own... He did that off his own back and, and created that and, and, and off that has expanded an audience. And they're, they're, I, I, occasionally I see one, you know, they, they're great and they suit him perfectly. But that, that would never have got a, a, a commission because it's just so lo-fi and it's so guerrilla. But what this is showing, this lockdown is showing, audiences don't care about that. Is it funny? That's really the core Oh, yeah. But that's the most important thing, is the, is the thing that you're creating funny. and um, So, yeah, so just shoot the thing on the phone. That's what I want. I want. I really want to shoot a sitcom on a phone. I think it can look great. And I think that that guerrilla aspect to it, that lo-fi, handheld style with, with, with quality, and obviously the quality on, on phones are increasing. But I think that amateur, t- amateur feel to it can add actually adds to the viewing experience as, um, as opposed to take away.
1: Yeah. hundred percent, hundred percent, a hundred percent. And I think that it's sometimes we forget that, like you said, it's not the, the, the glossy, you know, shiny floor stuff that makes the jokes or the comedy work. It's, it's the funniness of it. It's the actual joke itself. And, and, and that, and then we're kind of forced to accept that, you know, when you put up a piece of content and it's funny and you've just screen recorded voice notes, there is zero yes. budget in that.
2: Do you know exactly, what I mean?
1: Exactly, exactly. But the joke bangs. So it's funny, right? So, so, yeah, I think it's good for us to kind of remember that. And I think there's a lot of people that would always look to people like yourself, comedians who are further along in terms of their, their path uh, with regards to success. They will look to you and be like, oh, what, what do I need to do? And like, I feel like your advice at the moment would be to just be like, just make some stuff, get it out there and get your voice oh. how you want it.
2: Marcus, the, the my advice I thought about this. If there was any advice to new comedians, the old advice I tell you the old advice first. Yeah, what was the that? The old yeah, advice. The old advice is keep writing. Keep writing and gig as much as you can. That was basically it. I've handed out that advice. I've had that advice handed to me. Those were the two main notes. That's not really what matters anymore. What the advice I would give to anyone that's starting out is, learn how to use your iPad. Learn how, every time there's a new piece of social media, get on it, learn how to use it. Become tech savvy. You have to be tech savvy. Now I'm not, I couldn't even, (laughs) I couldn't even work out how to get on this Zoom chat. I'm behind. (laughs) I'm behind and I'm trying to catch up a bit on this lockdown. But for any young comedians, you need to just be getting familiar with all these different formats and making content out using those because that's, that's how you advertise yourself now. That's the advert for people to come and see you live. Personally, I don't necessarily think it's stand up anymore. You have to create something else for then people to come and see you live where you can do, where, you, where you can perform stand up comedy.
1: Yeah, we've definitely seen a couple of comedians um, over the last year or so do that. I mean, Mo Gilligan's a comedian who had a very big web presence, exactly. and um, exactly even his um, even his quarantine uh, <laughs> his quarantine game show that he's been doing on his Instagram live was really lo-fi. It was just him and a wheel that he'd span around, and he'd get someone to answer a question and potentially win a, a console or a cool prize or something like that. Now, when you look at it. He's literally just got a uh, a spinning wheel and himself in front of a camera, and now I wouldn't be surprised if that wasn't one of the reasons why Channel Four have asked him to come back and create some lockdown content with him.
2: You know, what of I course. Mean?
1: So yeah, he's a he's a good example. There's
2: another there, there, There's another guy. I, 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 I don't know if you you'll, you'll be um, aware of his name, but for for me personally, his name's Alistair Green. Um, he used to go by the name of Al Stick He is not a, I, I don't think you would mind me saying, you know, not a, a well established comic. Yeah. I've been going for quite, you know, been going since I started. He started making these Instagram videos, these sketches. Again, lo fi. It's just the same, it's pretty much the same shot every time. And he's got a wig on and he does an impersonation. So when it was, say, So they're they're, they're normally sometimes they they can be topical. So, say there was a um, a protest for some reason. So protest the the, what were they called? The um, oh was it extinction Extinction rebellion?
1: Yeah, Uh, those those motherfuckers. (laughs) They were gangster. (laughs) Sorry, quick digression. They took over Oxford Circus, bruv. (laughs) <laughs> they, didn't they drill a hole in the floor and like cement a submarine or some weird device what? into the middle of oxford circus oh, no. they were on no some. Idea. that was they were that was, anyway sorry that was amazing right. yeah, sorry yeah. sorry sean yeah
2: yeah so no 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 so 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 he'll take something like that when it's happening at the time and then he'll just do a very simple sketch based on that to camera for me alistair green is without a doubt the, the funniest the funniest person to come out of a posting content yeah. and 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 it just it, it goes to show he then sold out the prince charles cinema in leicester square he sold that out with um with 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 uh with a viewing of all of his sketches put together and he would, he would i don't think i don't think before that he would have again i hope he doesn't mind me saying but before that i don't think he would have sold 50 tickets to put for his own show in I don't, I don't think so. I don't know. And now he's selling out the Prince Charles, um, cinema. It's, yeah, it's amazing. Check him out, Alistair Green. It's um on Instagram. He's so funny. So and I, it gets to the point where sometimes they annoy me, because you, every time you think, oh maybe this one will be a dud. He's producing so much content. Maybe this one will be a dud, and it's not. It's just as good, if not better, than the last one. He's he's absolutely brilliant at it.
1: Check him out, Alistair Green. We'll put a link to him in the show description as well, man. Thanks for that. Appreciate that, yeah. show, man. I mean, we can find yeah, you online right. so that you, you're bouncing around on quite a few <laughs> platforms. You've got the Netflix show, Flinched. Yes. That's still yeah, out that's there on, really, on, yeah, on Netflix, where you basically are. Do you know what? Do you want to describe what the show's like? Because this is it's batshit crazy. I love it.
2: Oh, I love that you've asked me to describe it because you do not know how to describe it. That's it's, what batshit, it
1: is. It's, it's fucking nuts, bro. <laughs> that's what it is. So, it's what? Freaking...
2: You've got to remember that. It's been quite a while since we recorded that. Myself, Lloyd Griffith, and <laughs> um, Desiree Birch, we nominate contestants to, to be tortured in, by wacky games. And then if the person that each individual host, myself, Lloyd or Desiree, nominates, if they flinch that's why it's called flinch if they flinch the 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 nominee sorry i mean i can barely remember it the nominee is confusing isn't it the nominee yeah. that flinches the most it means that their captain the person that chose them has to then forfeit and also be tortured at the end of the show yeah very and bizarre show very it, bizarre
1: very bizarre but also like the torture techniques weren't they weren't like very diluted i mean <laughs> i saw like giant elastic bands being fired at nipples uh you yes. had what you, you had that like, potatoes thrown over your head and balloons going off in your ear like all these things that could probably give you a electric, lot of problems electric, electric shocks yeah a little bit of electric, electric shock shocks. in there as well yeah, yeah. why not yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 um so that's an interesting watch I, I can't lie when i popped that on netflix i was like i didn't know that tv like this was allowed but i'll have it I thought I thought that stayed over where Takeshi's Castle was made, but um, apparently we can do that.
2: Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's great yeah. stuff, man. So it was um, a lot of fun. I had such a good. It was a lot of fun to make.
1: Yeah, man. Yeah, it looked like you had a lot of fun. I mean, what was what was the scariest kind of uh, challenge that you saw somebody partake in? Because because you couldn't partake in them, we had to nominate people. What looked like it was the hardest thing.
2: I I, t- I tell you what I can't, I can't remember all of them off the top of my head but the scariest one for me was I had to sit in a trolley whilst I was pecked by emus and if I flinched when I was pecked by an emu I got an electric shock (laughs) (laughs) there you go very highbrow, very highbrow stuff (laughs)
1: Very, oh Yeah, very good highbrow. Very good highbrow content. Um, yeah, emus yeah. are not... They're not small birds. They are big birds. And they have... and they, They're very aggressive. Yeah, they're dinosaurs. And they look... I don't know if they are very aggressive. I've never been pecked by one. But they look very aggressive. They look scary.
2: Yes, they. I, that, I got pecked a lot. It was terrifying. I'm a, I'm a screamer. <laughs> like, I scream. If I see... I've got arachnophobia. If I see a spider, I scream
1: <laughs> what like, where did that come from because apparently these things are learned like when you have an extreme fear or something so you've got arachnophobia right how
2: I tell, do, you to, do you want to tell you where i got that from yeah the film arachnophobia
1: <laughs> I'm it's not, not a joking. good film to watch if you are a little bit scared of, of spiders so you're saying this gave you the actual fear that you have
2: when I was a, ch- a kid, I watched that and it gave me arachnophobia.
1: Was there a specific scene that got you or was it the film in itself? Because there's, there's a lot of different uh, spiders in
2: pro- pro- Probably Marcus, a giant spider jumping at someone's <laughs> face. Probably that. Probably that, I reckon.
1: It's about right. Yeah, it sounds about right. And now when you see a spider, if you see like a little garden spider in the house, how does it, how do you treat it? What do you do? I scream.
2: That's it. I scream and I have to do it until it's, it's gone. I, can't, I also can't kill them because I, do, I, 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 like, I, I don't like the idea of killing something because I'm afraid of it. Yeah. I, that's, really, that's, not, that's not justice. The spider does not deserve to die because of my fear. So I just scream and then don't go in the room for hours and hope that it's gone
1: oh that's you know that's quite humanitarian because even when i try and like scoop one up onto like a plate or something like that with a cup over the top of it you got to be careful because you end up smooshing its legs sometimes and there's nothing worse than trying to if i'm trying to save a spider's life to throw it out of my house into a garden with like six legs instead of eight that's like disabling it and throwing it out to the birds and it's like torture
2: i know exactly i i i get i i get about minutes of utter guilt when I step on a snail yeah I absolutely hate it I'm so upset do you know you step on a snail you think that oh my god that poor bastard was just going for a walk yeah a walk or a sliver it's just going for a little sliver and I've crushed its house oh awful (laughs)
1: Oh man! Oh yeah! I've uh, it's uh, I've done that a few times. It's not nice, is it? It's that cr- the crunch goes through you, doesn't it? But there's nothing you can oh. do. You can't because really you want to follow through. Because if you just crunch and stop, you're just torturing the animal. So really, ideally, you want to make sure that you fully connected and crunch through it. You don't want to leave it with like a cracked bottom.
2: It's like in a film when they hit a deer and then they have to shoot
1: the deer. Oh mate, mate. Is Sean. that what you mean? Yeah, Sean. You know what? earlier this year when we were still allowed out the house
0: i was
1: i was reviewing a car for how to kill an hour so we get like tech techie cars and stuff so reviewing a a vehicle i won't i won't say the brand but um i was driving uh through a suburb just north of london um and it happened man i hit i hit i hit something yeah man it it goes through you bruv it's it's odd a very weird experience. Oh, my God. And then the car behind me was like, um, so I pulled over straight away and the car behind me was like, "You think it's still, it's still moving, Marcus. Oh,
2: so no,
1: to, this is awful. So I had, to, I, had to, I had to turn around and drive back up the road. And it was like an A road as well. So find somewhere that was safe to park. And I saw like this thing at the side of the road, but it was, it, I, I couldn't look at it properly until I got out of the car. And Then we went over to it. And luckily, I will say, walking down the street it was it was all the way gone so i felt like i didn't feel as bad because if it was there suffering i would have felt terrible uh, but then i realized that the right thing to do was to kind of move it off the road into the onto the side of the road so i had to then get (laughs) me and my friend had to get sticks (laughs) and try and lever this this creature onto the side of the road now i'm laughing now only because it was terrible at the time because I'm tr- I'm moving this fresh corpse right that had been smushed up into pieces right bag of bones oh basically. My God. But then afterwards, oh. my mate said, "You know, a few cars were driving past and they just saw two kids singing, <laughs> sm- smashing up a deer with sticks." <laughs> they probably thought, "What the fuck is going on with this world?" Just look, we look like kids just poking at a deer. <laughs> so. Um, yeah oh my god so that that was interesting Uh, we managed to find a laugh in there somewhere but yeah man yeah that is that is not cool so yeah i i understand the pain first you're the first person i've spoken to outside of that um situation actually about that (laughs) it was hard man oh
2: well that was cathartic i hope you're better now
1: yeah i feel a lot better thank you i mean um yeah i feel like i'm um i'm over it really a bit hungry now good medicine for (laughs) you oh god (laughs) 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 <laughs> right and anyway Sean, thank you for killing some time with us where, where should we be looking out for your content where do you want us to have a look for you us and the listeners
2: I would say mainly Instagram and Twitter I think Instagram is a, we all know this but for whatever reason Instagram is a nicer is a nicer world so um, it's Instagram and Twitter is where you can okay. find me right. find the T- stuff that I post
1: TikTok yet you're gonna get on that TikTok I'm gonna see you dancing and singing to songs
2: I did a couple of TikToks and we will never talk about them ever again.
1: <laughs> Are you they still much? up? I'm going to go and have a look now.
2: Enjoy. Enjoy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, Sean. Okay. Yeah, Thanks for sure having you, me. No problem, man. Make sure you check out Sean Walsh on uh, Instagram and Twitter. If we type in your name, would that, would that, was that the best way of finding us or should we go for the tag?
2: Oh, yeah. My name Double N. That's two Ns. N Walsh. You'll pipe there.
1: There you go. Find him in there. Uh, we're how to kill an hour on all platforms. Also make sure you join our Facebook group. We're going to be, uh, we've actually got a giveaway going on in our little Facebook group. So join that. If you like, if you like computer games, you've got something pretty cool for you. Um, and I'm Marcus Bronzy, M A R C U S B R O N Z Y on all social medias and maybe TikTok soon. I've been eyeing it up. I'm, I'm going to do something. Do I just it. don't know what it is yet, do it. but, um, thank do you it. for killing some time with us, Sean, man. And, um, yeah, speak to you, you soon, man.
2: Take care, man. Bye.